What up? This is Allison and Sarah. I'm for the love of Chad. Hello. So we missed last week's episode. So sorry. Again, two ships passing in the night. <laughs> Someday we'll get it together. I know. Well, Sarah, our one friend visited me and we were talking about visiting you in Nashville. I know. You really need to come. We want to come so badly. We need to figure out like the scheduling, but I'm thinking October. What? Scheduling is going to be know. an issue? That's shocking. I know. But our friend was like, oh, yeah, Sarah really wanted this alcohol and we got it for her. We tried shipping it and we can't ship alcohol from St. Louis to Nashville. And I'm like, yeah, that's like a common thing. But she's like, now I have to, that's going to be also my motivation to go because I have to drive and deliver. But then it's like, it's only wrong if you tell them that there's alcohol in there. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But then it's like, <laughs> it's you this can just tell them it's breakable. <laughs> but isn't it like this huge bottle of whiskey or what is it, bourbon? It's bourbon. I mean, it's not huge, huge. Like it could just, if you bubble wrapped it enough and put it in a normal box and just said it was a fragile item, I don't think you need to elaborate. I'm going to probably have feds at my doorstep yeah. in two seconds. <laughs> well, now it's a reason for it to be hand delivered to yes, you. Yes, true, true, true. I'm very excited for it. I've been waiting for it. So. <laughs> I wonder, uh, I've only gone in the summertime, but it's still pretty warm in October, right? Yeah. It okay. pretty much it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't get that cold here. I don't think I put on my true winter jacket, like my floor length parka. I don't think I wore one time. Wow. You took a, a photo when you first moved around when you first moved to Nashville. And it was, I think, a Dolly Parton rooftop. And it was like all these lounge chairs by yes. this like poolside. And it looks so much fun. Yes. It's, uh, it's very cool. The food is meh, not great. But the vibe is great. And the drinks are quite fun. They have Aperol spritzes on tap, which is like a very wow. fun. Or no, not on tap there. There they're frozen. They're on tap somewhere else. Okay. I've been there multiple times. Okay, big that's fan. what I was going to ask. <laughs> big fan of Dolly. Big fan of the place. Dolly's amazing. Just the greatest. You know, she donated all that money to the COVID vaccine, not to get political, but good on her. <laughs> what a gal. She's so quick-witted, too. All of her comments and interviews. I'm like, oh, Dolly. She's and just a hoot. And she's Miley Cyrus's godmother and has been on Hannah Montana many a times. That's so crazy. Some know. people know where her house is here, but I'm not sure where it is. Oh, wow. Some people know all the scoop on that front. That might need to be one of our stops, that Dolly Parton rooftop. Oh, oh, for sure. We would definitely go there. I feel like, I mean, have you been back since we were in college and no it was right after near college. death <laughs> no it was right after college for like my 24th birthday weekend it just we didn't plan it that way it just happened that way yeah and that was a one and only time i ever went but the bartender there brought us on to angry him. moons yes he put us on angry moons which is angry orchard and blue, blue moon, moon mixed together and it was like just a summer delight in your mouth i think i still have that man's phone number in my phone if we're being honest really i didn't even know that you got his number yes josh nashville bartender is still in my phone oh my gosh after all this time we 
Wait, just remembering this. You have to contact him. <laughs> Sir, it's been almost 10 years since I've seen you at this bar, but what are you up to? If you don't contact him, then we are contacting him when we get into town in October. I mean, how much older do you think he was than us at the time? I wonder, we were 24. All he had to be was 21 to serve us. I know, but I I remember him being older than us for sure. I don't recall anything. I recall a lot about him. He was going to meet us out. Remember? No, I don't remember this. Yes, but then everybody died. That was the night that everybody died and only you and I went out. Yeah, I didn't die. I was ready to thrive because that was like at midnight I was turning 24. Yes. Yes, there's now that I live here, there's an enti- many, many itineraries that we could do. Yeah. Many Instagrammable spots, many, th- I'm down. many things to do. We can yes. get a new cover art photo for the gram. <laughs> yes, very necessary. So that sounds like fun. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll keep everyone posted. <laughs> <laughs> About the Nashville hangout. Yeah. All are um, welcome. Also, like you were talking about going to all these bars and all the Instagrammable photos. I was looking and I've been watching Love Island. I'm not sure if you're aware of what Love Island is. No. But it's all these people who live in a house and then they dress up every night, but they never leave the house. And they're just like dating one another, like going on dates or just pulling each other for chats to talk. And they dress, it's all bodycon dresses, like they're going out and going out hard. In the house. Yes. So. I literally started shopping for like bodycon dresses and I have another friend who also watches Love Island and I'm like, am I just shopping for these dresses because I've been watching too much Love Island or do I actually have a place to wear these two? She's like, you don't have a place to wear these two, but (laughs) maybe Nashville, I can wear all my hoochie bodycon backless dresses that I was seeing online. Oh, you absolutely could. There's, there's a great many, many bars I could take you to to wear those. Really? Okay, because I was thinking that Nashville was more of a, um, like, sundress, flowy, cowboy boot situation. I mean, if you're trying to go the honky-tonk, but there's some, like, upscale bars that we could go to. Yeah, I'm There's, like, a the secret club, girl. like, dirty little secret that all the Bachelor girls go to. Ooh, okay, mm. okay. Got to mingle with our people. (laughs) (laughs) Got to continue on the attempt to get cast. That one's coming to an end too this season, but we won't dwell on it too much since (laughs) I don't think we've got a lot of Bachelor viewers. How sad. I know. But it it would have been my birthday yesterday by the time this comes out. So I'm freshly 31. Um, I say 30 again. I know. Let's not count. I know. I We all lost a year. Yeah. But 31 having fun, man. Oh, I like I like the motto there. Thank you. Just You're write welcome. it on everything <laughs> on my birthday. <laughs> I'm just like wondering at what point these sayings are going to remain cute or when they're just going to get like, we're old and they're weird. I know by like my 10th friend turning 30, I was like, is there another like 
what is it gif that I can use on Instagram that isn't 30 flirty and thriving. I yeah. was looking so hard. Everything was 30 flirty and thriving. I was like, I'm tuckered out of over this. I know, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that's the last good <laughs> year to celebrate. I feel like after that, they're all sad. Ah, <laughs> uh, very true. Like, but- are we going to start sending like over the hill memes? <laughs> Oh, maybe. I do feel like we're inching up. No, I'm just kidding. No, I do mentally and physically. I participated in a beer Olympics and. Oh, yes. My body hurt like I haven't hurt in years. Years. Yes, we drank almost 400 beers and there were only four teams of four. So, um, you can do the math. people, four times four, <laughs> mathletes. Um, and I, I have not been that unwell in some time. That's insane. And yeah. you each were a different country. Correct. And you were Italy. Correct. The world, wait, the Euro Cup winners. I was so pissed after I went on this whole tirade about how much I hate I know. the Euro Cup fans, but that team was selected for me and I had no choice. Literally, you went on and on about it. And then I saw you Snapchatting about it and on Instagram. I'm like, what a freaking hypocrite. I know. I have all, all the countries. Did you bring a soccer ball with you too? I did not, but I didn't know one of the girls was making us shirts. And all I had was a scarf from a Premier League game that I went to when I was in Italy. So I was like, now I'm even touting Italian soccer. Like, this is just terrible. I'm not going to lie. That scarf looked very Harry Potter-esque. Oh, I could see it. No, it was like, it's the scarf of Roma. I went to a game when I was in Rome. Yeah, it looked very Harry Potter-esque. Oh, by the way, Harry Potter's birthday is also around my birthday, right? Yes, I have many, I have several friends. This is a very popular wedding weekend that are all getting married on Harry Potter's birthday intentionally. Wow. And are they serving butterbeer at the wedding? I hope so. I can only, I can only hope at this point. Good. It's the right thing to do, especially if it was an intentional choice to have it on Harry Potter's birthday. Yeah. And instead of receiving a place card to my table, I would like to be sorted into my house. Yeah. <laughs> Have the owl come with the messenger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes Great. sense. Makes sense. Yeah, obviously. And I hope that all everyone's there. But also on your beer Olympics, somebody brought a kangaroo. Um, Australia team brought a kangaroo. An inflatable kangaroo. I was so sad that I was not on Team Australia. I because know. Because I previously have done a beer Olympics and I was on Team Australia and I have a killer Crocodile Dundee outfit ready to go that has not been used in some time and I was ready to pull it out. But my one friend, bless her heart, looks right at the Australian flag and was like, I don't think there are any British people here. And I was like, homegirl, different flag, different place. I would have so much fun being on Team Australia. First of all, You could dress up like Steve Irwin, Crocodile Dundee, whatever you want to do. And you could say things like crikey the whole time. (laughs) I just feel like they're a quirky group of people that we could fit in well with. But the fact that they brought the kangaroo. His name was was, Joey. Oh, as it should be. Mm -hmm. The mascot. 
that would have just sealed the deal. Yeah, he was quite large. I don't know where they got him. France won the Beer Olympics. I'm like, France has never won anything in their lives. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but they they pulled they pulled it out. We I think came in last. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. It was very disappointing. I would have for sure come in last too. We really put ourselves in the hole. The first event was a shotgun three-legged race. And we did not tie the scarf appropriately. And it kept coming untied. Oh, my gosh. This was an intense beer Olympic. It was. And then there was Dizzy Bat, which is my least favorite drinking game of all time. Like, when we did beer Olympics in college, I think it was Dice. Yep. Bear Die. That's what I mean. We did... Uh, beer pong, yeah, dizzy bat, and we I always skipped dizzy bat because no one likes it. It sucks. Well, we, I remember one time we still did it, but yeah, I hate dizzy bat too. But I feel like that was all we did. Flip cup. Oh, pong? flip cup. No, I said I said beer pong. Beer ball was the missing event that oh. I love so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we Boom. used to do. But we used to do boom, but everybody here calls it slap cup or stack cup. Oh, where you don't hit them off. Yeah. yeah. But nobody here calls it boom. That was my favorite. It's the best game ever. Many people here don't know how to play it. I just love when everybody would try to teach you how to play chandelier in college. Yes. And nobody could understand the directions. And it would be like 40 minutes trying to tell the directions. And we're all just like. Too intoxicated for it to register. Yeah. Good times. Good times. But no, I was in physical distress for multiple days. So yeah. if if it's any any representation of like what a real big athlete goes through, I had some sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You needed some recovery time. Yeah. They all went out. They were all <laughs> younger than me. And they all went out after I was like, nope, I must oh go lie down. After yep. drinking four, after 16 people were drinking 400 beers, they still went out. That's wild. Yeah. After the first game, we were like, uh, yeah, we need to go to the liquor store. We like knew we did not have enough beers. Yeah. Survive. I mean, I would be curled up in bed after like the first phase of the game. Yeah. I had to work the next day. It was absolutely brutal. Oh my gosh. If only you got skims from Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Like, I don't know why those for the Olympics. Actually, yeah. I don't check my mailbox for all I know. <clears throat> it could They're down happen. there waiting for me. Same with me and my puppets. They're also waiting for me in my mailbox. Yeah, I'm really sad that no one has asked to send you a puppet. I know. How dare they? And on Probably because you didn't take him days. to the bars as you requested. I know. I thought about you it. You take but- Fozzie to the bar. I will text Josh, the Nashville bartender. Well, I'm taking your phone, and we are, regardless of the situation. He's going to be like, who the fuck is this girl? Thank you for your angry orchard and blue moon, angry moon combo. He's probably, like, married with 10 kids or doesn't live in Nashville. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I guess if he was married, then I would feel weird texting him. Yeah. I, I don't want to be a homewrecker. I know he's probably like, wow, I've thought about these women every day every for the day. last six years. It's only been six. I think it's been like six or five. Maybe we really left an impression. I don't know. Yeah. I'll look back. I'll see if we took a picture with him. I feel vaguely like we might have. 
I know he took a picture of us. Yes, but I don't know why I feel that I somewhere have a picture of him. Well, it sounds like you guys connected on a deeper level than I even (laughs) thought. A, he's going to go out with us after. B, he gave you his phone number. I definitely texted him. Wow. I definitely did. He definitely said he was going to meet us out later. I recall that part for sure. I don't recall the response. I feel like it's another situation with ships passing in the night. That could have been your soulmate. Maybe that's just my problem in life all around. You just can't. You can't even connect with people. Yeah. Well, I feel that. That's how we've gotten to this point. I know. So because... It's my birthday week and my mom's birthday and I've got a wedding coming up. We're making this a quickie. I figured I will share a dating story. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Oh, yes. Okay. I think I told like parts of it. So there was this guy. He had very kind eyes. And my friend was like, he looks so innocent. He looks like he would dote over you, which I don't need somebody doting over me, okay? But she thought there was like no way he'd break my heart and he'd be so nice. And in his bio, he talks about how much he loves baking. So I meet the guy with the kind eyes. He's a little arrogant. He's really trying to push alcohol on me. He wants me to go toe-to-toe with him, and he's 200 more pounds than me. So I wasn't wasn't appreciating that. Um, When he said he baked, he baked for a a drug dealer, and Mm. he really loved the thrill he had when the cops would come and search his home. So it wasn't like just like a, hey, I'm going to bake a little, you know, edibles for my friends. No. It was a whole drug ring situation, and he loved when the cops would come for him. Um, So not really the vibes that I was gathering from the photos, nor were my friends. And then I also, before I met him, I saw he was a mascot at his college, and I was like, no way. I thought about being Rudy Flyer, my school's mascot. No, you did not. Yes, I thought about it. Oh, you thought about it. I thought you yeah. meant that you actually like took steps in this process beyond thought. And no, I was like, no. I saw that they were looking for someone to be the mascot, but I had never actually auditioned. But I was like, I would mm. like start crumping and like get really intense with my dance moves. I'm like, I would make an awesome Rudy Flyer. Oh, dear. But I assumed I wasn't big enough. Anyways, I kind of found the mascot thing appealing. I'm like, how dorky, how fun. I've, I've never had those thoughts. Yeah. Uh, what a dream, man. He was a school mascot. Dear God. How many times did you meet up with this person? No, just one, one time. Oh, okay. Thank God. But the mascot thing excited me. Anyways, I found that out before I went on the okay, date with Maybe him. you had just have a thing for like animals, oh people dressed as animals, puppets. Do I have like a furry fetish? You might. Maybe you need to go on that show on Netflix oh where they are in costume. Sexy Beasts on Netflix. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Maybe that's the show for you. And then you can just talk to all the mascots. So what Sexy Beast is, is Sexy Beast is a show on Netflix where they get set up on dates and they're blind dates and they're dressed in like these elaborate costumes and mascot type gear 
trying to make an emotional connection rather than a physical one. And then they reveal their faces afterwards. And people are full on making out in costumes without even having any idea of what the guy looks like. That's a no for me, dog. Like literally you just see like their giant rubbery costumes like pressed up against each other. I'm like, how are your lips even touching right now? They're probably not. Yeah, questionable for sure. But anyway, so it was a hot, sweaty evening at this bar and we were standing outside and he was talking to me and a small bug flew into his drink. How small? It was like a, like a gnat size, maybe a little bigger. Okay. Okay. So a small bug goes into his drink. No big deal. He goes to pick it out. Not a big deal. We're still talking. We're still talking. He then goes to wipe the sweat off of, his, off of his forehead. And on his finger, in the humidity, the bug was still stuck on his finger. So when he wiped his forehead, he then smeared this bug across his entire forehead. Oh, dear. So I'm like, I've got to tell him. I must tell him. But he's in the middle of like this conversation. I'll let him finish his thought. I had no idea the man would go on a 25-minute monologue not taking a breath at all. And I tried I tried to chime in. No, he was just like so focused to get his point across. He was a chatty Kathy. So then 25 minutes go by, he finally takes a breath. And I feel too awkward to say anything because it's now been sitting on his forehead for the last 25 minutes. Mm, and this good. isn't my finest my finest hour, finest moment. Mm. I should have still bunked up and said something. And then I started convincing myself. I'm like, maybe it's a freckle. I'm like, maybe, maybe it's not what you thought it was. Maybe you're wrong. And then, so I look a little bit more. I'm like, no, there's the wing. There's the other wing. Oh no. Yeah. So it was definitely rough. And then he ended up. So you did tell him. No, I never told him. Mm. So all night that was like so distracting. I tried to tell him he went on the monologue and then I felt like too much time has pa- had passed. And then the whole night I just kept getting distracted looking at it. And then he went home in his Uber with the bug on his forehead. And I thought, is he going to notice when he gets home at the end of the night or will he just think it's a speck of dirt? I'm not sure. I can't believe you didn't tell him. It wasn't my finest moment. I think the date was so uncomfortable and he was making every he was making me uncomfortable with everything he was saying and doing. I can't believe you finished the date. Why didn't you leave? I tried. That's the thing. I tried to so many times and he had like this big debate every time I would want to leave or try to have me drink another drink when I was like, I want to go home. He was like pushing it so hard. So I feel bad. But then I'm like, eh, do I? Because he made me too uncomfortable to speak up because everything I said was an issue for him. I guess. But yeah, I mean, I probably should have said something. Yeah, well, it's all right. You know, you just never know, though, when the drug dealing comments are going to come out or the bakers or the I don't know. I just feel like those comments just sneak their way in there all the time, all the time. It was happening so often where people would tell me about their arrests and like whatever. So then I started going on first dates and I said, I used to say, um, do you have like an arrest record? 
And then people would start explaining. Like You would ask that on the first date. Why don't you ask it before you go out with them? I, then I started to after that. Cause at first, <laughs> at first I started saying a first date. Cause I was like, surely it's not going to happen for the 10th time. Like the 10th time. Yeah. I'm like, this is this. I just got some weird luck before it's not going to continue to happen. So I would jokingly say, do you have an arrest record? So then people would be like, well, my father got it wiped from my record. This oh, is what I did. My so then, God. then I just started saying, have you ever been arrested? Have you ever been put in handcuffs? And the answer. Not sexually. Yeah. And <laughs> the, <laughs> thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. And then like more often than not, the answer was yes. And so I was like, that crap. is wild. Yeah. After like the 20th time, I started getting some no's. But after 20 people in a row, I started questioning if the no's we're lives. I'm shook by this information. I have yeah. never asked someone that to their face. Not literally ever. Yeah, because it was happening so often. And then one guy was like, well, my dad got it wiped from my record. Like, I, I actually got arrested for stalking. And <gasps> I was like, I'm sorry. This is a first date. And you're going to tell me that you were harassing a girl so much oh, shoot. that she had to call and have the police arrest you? I was like, I've had these issues. I was like, I don't think that's like funny or amusing. And maybe you were like super, no. super young and you called a little one too many times. But the fact that it escalated. But for the girl, much, yeah, to elevate it to stalking, like I don't think it was calling one too many times. Yeah. So then it's like. He's this guy seems so nice too, and I was just like, I can't do it. Like no. that, that is the, such no. a red flag for me. It should be for everyone. I know. I'm sorry. The, like, there's a lot of things where I'm like, you were young. No, no, no. You don't yeah. get a pass ever. If you, yeah. no, no, no. Like no. there are people who love to harass and it's like those people scared the crap out of me I mean they should but with I have only had one interaction with the drug situation and I like to think that I have a pretty good read on people but this I didn't get a read because it was a double date that I was conned into by my friend and she had been Dating, not really even like dating. They had been like on a few dates and I think she just really wanted to see him. And like the fact that I was there was just an accessory. And she was like, it's going to be fine. Like he's going to bring a friend. Like his friend is great. Like I've told him all about you. Like he said that you guys would like really mesh. And I'm like, okay, well, what did like you tell him about me? Hopefully like accurate things. So she told me everything that she said. And I was like, okay, like if, If he thinks that it will go with what you said, then that's fine. No. We get there. I'm, like, trying to make small talk. Like, the other two are off on their own. They've just, like, left us to fend for ourselves. I'm like, okay, great. And somehow we got on the topic of 
school or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, like went to nursing school. I'm a nurse. And he was like, oh, I, well, I didn't go to college. And I'm like, okay, well, like, that's fine. Like that some people choose that. It's like, yeah. I'm not here to judge you. And he was like, well, well, my parents and my grandparents are really rich. So um, they I could have gone to college for free. And they would have paid for it, but I just like didn't want to go. And I was like, "Sir, I I would sell a kidney. Oh to my god, gone gosh. to college for free. Yeah. I would sell a bodily organ to wipe clean my student debt. Oh <laughs> like, my gosh, just go. <laughs> yeah, free. Also, I don't you, care if you don't have, want to. You can have a pretty fun time in college too. Like, do you're if you're not paying for it, why wouldn't you just go yeah. somewhere? any any do anything if it's free you know why the hell not seriously like even i even if you don't want to i'm like okay well that logic i just simply cannot understand no (laughs) i was with you for a while and he was like well i i even if i had gone like i probably wouldn't have gone to class and i'm like well i mean so do other people yeah go to college and don't go to class like not everyone here is like a straight lace. I go to class all the time. And he was like, well, I didn't go to class in, in high school. And I was like, oh, like, haha. And he was like, no, seriously, my senior year, I only went to school two days. And I what? was like, how, what, what did you do the, all the other days? Also, how did you graduate? Do you not have yeah. a high school degree? And he was like, uh, no, I sold I did acid and I sold drugs my entire senior year of high school and I still sell drugs today and I was like oh fantastic but how did he graduate I go so back to the original question how did you graduate and he was like oh the guy over there with your friend um was a goody two-shoes and went into the attendance record and changed it so I had perfect attendance and I was like and no no one questioned this yeah, no teachers like no, and he was like, no, like it was like a public school or like nobody cared, and like they just were. It was a terrible school, and they just didn't care, and they let so me graduate with my fake attendance record, and all I did was sell drugs, and I was like, okay, and I was like, so let's go. This the guy feels like, like a made up story. So I saw the guy later, and I was like, okay, so I'm not mad. I just am confused. Like, what part of his lifestyle, current lifestyle and former, do you feel meshes with mine? Yeah, how do you view me right now? (laughs) And I was like, this was probably like only 30 to 40 minutes in. And I'm like, these are the stories that I've gotten thus far. And I was like, is that true? And he was like, oh, yeah, like he never went to school. I was like the administrative assistant, the student worker in the office. And I just changed it every day and said that he was there so that he had like close to perfect attendance so that he could graduate. Oh, my gosh, that's wild. I was like, okay, well, I have like never done drugs. I have never sold drugs. Uh, yeah. Like, and he's like, I can't believe that those are the stories that he started with. And I was like, well, he did. And this is where we are. You so thank you so much. How many people lead in with stories like that for first impressions? I'm like, holy cow. I had a friend 
And he was on a date with a girl and her phone kept blowing up nonstop. And she's like, sorry, sorry, it's work, it's work. And he's like, it's okay. Like you can take it if we need to go somewhere, like we can go somewhere. She's like, okay, yeah. After a while, she's like, I've got, I keep, my phone keeps going off. Like it's work. Yeah, let's just go somewhere really quick. She took him to a drug deal. Mm. She was a drug dealer. Actually, now that you say that, I have a friend that was seeing a guy for a brief stint and he took her on a drug deal. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that story. Does she do drugs? Um, not on the regular. I think she has in the past. Yeah, but she's not used to like the drop offs. Is that what they call it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, not to my knowledge. No, based on the way that she told the story, it seemed like she had not been to one of these events before. Yeah. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, everybody with their phones blowing up. It's not their it's not their side chick. It's not their main chick. It's their uh drug customer. Yeah, I mean the more we talk about this, the m- the more and more drug stories that are coming to mind. Yeah, so wow. many. I have a one friend that got stopped at the Canadian border with weed because she just wanted to go to this light show in a chapel, I think in Montreal, (laughs) and watch this light show while high. And yes, got stopped at the Canadian border. That must have been fun. Yeah, probably not. Probably very stressful. Oh my gosh. Well, that's basically where all my drug stories start and end. (laughs) Have you gotten any other good answers when you ask people if they've been arrested before? Like DUI, that's not a good answer or an entertaining one. Um, Just like, I think maybe fights. They've gone to jail for a fight? I think maybe. um, How intense was this altercation? I don't know. These were like literally a while ago, but yeah, then, then the stalking one was like the most memorable one for me. For someone in your presence to say that they got yeah, arrested, the fact of that stalking. he admitted it to you really is concerning. Yeah. Well, then I don't. I don't know what's more concerning. Do you want him to hide it from you? No, not really. But he also he he didn't say it like it was upsetting or regretful. It was just like Ooh. it is what it is. Yeah, it's no. kind of funny how it happened. And no, I was it's like, not funny. Yeah, I was like, you don't see how the severity of this, like, you're saying it was when you were younger and you were stupid, but you're an adult now and like years have passed and you were technically an adult then, but years have passed and you're still like kind of brushing it off. So that was like even more red flag because it wasn't regretful. Yeah, that's just terrible. But really bad. Then you've got the people who look for romance in prison and they write to prison pen pals but we won't get into that and the political stuff of it but that's a thing too oh yikes yeah but i guess we'll end the episode (laughs) what a happy happy note that took a very dark turn we had no intentions of popping on today to talk about drug deals but here we are Wait, what's the thing? Sex, drugs, and money. Love, sex, and money. Or drugs. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, we had that Love on Lockdown episode, which was, like, all about quarantine. 
but this takes it to a whole new level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but if you've got any other topic ideas to share with us. If you'd like to share your arrest record, yeah. slide into our DMs. <laughs> um, if you have any suggestions on topics, any questions, ideas, comments, We'd love to hear them for the love of chad.podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at for the love of chad underscore underscore podcast. And we hope you have an amazing day or rest of your day. And thanks for hanging out with us. Bye.